Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to your new favorite podcast. It's your boy, Keith B., with another episode of F Your Feelings Podcast. The statement is actually a question about faith, family, fatherhood, friendship, and everything in between. Um, I'm here with my my two brothers, Mike and David. David and Mike, welcome again to another episode. How y'all feeling tonight? Bless, bless, man. How everybody doing? Feeling good. I'm exhausted, but I'm thankful to be here. Yo, everybody, I, I wish y'all could like, so like we, we, you know, I know a lot of our listeners. So first and foremost, shout out to all our listeners, especially any new listeners that's popping on to the uh, podcast, man. Like we really appreciate y'all tuning in um, real quick. I'll shout out our social media. So feel free to drop us a line at our Facebook at FYF pod. Um, and also our email address is FYF pod at gmail.com. Or you can Leave us a voicemail at 407-243-8449. We really appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, what I was going to say is that, you know, a lot of people don't know that we actually record video when we're actually doing these sessions. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's important for the three of us to see each other. That way we can know how we really, really feel versus, uh, you know, y'all just listening in. So looking at Mike right now, he got this black hoodie on. He's leaning against the wall. He's struggling right now. So I just, <laughs> just had to paint that picture for you. you know? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm halfway tipsy drinking this white cloth. And my boy David over there rocking the Hillman shirt. So, But uh, but nevertheless, man, we here for y'all, man. We, we here to drop some knowledge, have some fun, and uh, and really, really enjoy each other's fellowship and brotherhood. So, all right, man. So we got... We got a few topics to hit tonight, but uh, just to open it up, man, um, in general, guys, how has the show affected your life to this date? Like, how has this platform, um, you know, impacted either your day-to-day lives or maybe just, you know, your overall vibe? Okay, I'll kick it off. So, I know for me personally, uh, being on a podcast, doing a podcast has been something I've been interested in for a long time. You know, for for a long time, I did behind the scenes. Um helping like, you know, my dad and stuff. My dad's a pastor. I think I told y'all that for a long time, I would uh, post his shows, um, Bible study, sermons, et cetera, et cetera. Never really thought that I would be on this side of the mic. But I, but I will say this. I like the fact that a lot of the good conversations that we have, we're able to record them. So it gives me, it gives me a different perspective and something to think about. Honestly, one of the biggest things is the fact that I can actually go back and listen to our conversations as a spectator. And, and honestly, I get a lot of value from that. So in terms of how it's really changed my life, uh, it's kind of cool, you know, when I'm talking to my friends and loved ones and they're like, yeah, remember when you said such and such? And I'm like, nah, when did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> so you said that in episode three, it was like 20 minutes in. I was like, oh man, I don't remember saying that. I said, but did it make sense? They were like, yeah. I said, all right, cool. Yeah, I said, I remember. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nah, um, it, it's it's a different. Um, it, it actually just. Uh, I, I know it's it's audio format, but it, it gives me a sense of pride because I know that you know this is this is a uh, digital media it's stored, and hopefully someday you know my kids and my family they can check it out and just kind of see where I was, even a place for me to reflect down the road and like, man, when I was in such and such, this is what I was going through. So this is probably why I said what I said. So for me, it's, it's, it's really a cool, it's really a cool vibe. And, and also just being online and really connecting with different communities. Like uh, I'm kind of heavy with the IG and, and the podcast uh, scene. So, you know, I, I've learned and checked out so many different types of shows and di- types of people um, over the last handful of months, just being a part of this. So for me, it's, it's community. It's uh, actually to a degree, it's confidence because I'm I'm really I was really I'm really not comfortable speaking on the mic for myself. So you know, a little bit of everything. Sorry, I kind of rambled a little bit, but you know. Now you good? You good? good? Yo, that's to great. all our listeners, that's the longest I've ever heard Mike speak <laughs> on this podcast. For real. So shout out to 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 to, to Mike and his thoughts. But no, nah, man, that 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 was a great synopsis. So, David, what about you, man? Um. It's huge. Like you say, more of the confidence. Um, a lot of times I'm real chill and laid back and, and I, I choose my words wisely. And here I'm able to have the conversation amongst um, brothers that that I, I, I have huge respect for. And it helps not only just my communication and me, me not being so, so 
thought provoking about what I say, but just having the conversation and enjoying having conversation with, with other brothers. And, um, that's been, that's been big for me. That's, I think that's been one of my biggest growth points because I'm always so, so careful about what I say to where I'm thinking. I'm overthinking a lot of things. And here I find myself, I don't do that as much. It's like, yo, we just, it's our casual conversations. Um, if somebody likes what we said, cool. If somebody don't like what we said, <laughs> cool as well. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's, that's the beauty of, of, um, like Mike said, this, that confidence is like, okay, whatever. Cause I've, in a lot of spaces, I'm, I'm, I'm very free spirited. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care about what people think as far as how I look and different things like that. But whenever I say things, I always overthink it and see sometimes come off and come off the wrong way. Feel like I said it wrong. And people like, right. yo, you said this and I'm like, no, I didn't mean it like that. That's not what I meant. I meant this. And a lot of times this helps me with that. So this is that it's truly been um, a blessing to be in this space and being able to to make sure that I'm not overthinking things. Speaking, hey, I got a question for you before you jump in, Keith. If you don't mind, yeah. um, I too, David, I am a um, an over an over analyzing Olympian. That is uh, that's that's part of my ministry. Uh, <laughs> your ministry okay, that's part yeah. of my ministry Olympian um, you gotta go yes yes, yes I'm an over analytical Olympian so my, my, my question for you is being on this because we have a platform and we have time to really express our thoughts are you less concerned with how it comes out necessarily mm. It's funny. I'm 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 just so comfortable with this setting and with y'all brothers to where it's it's kind of like our phone conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To be very honest, it's it's really like our phone conversations and us sharing our phone conversations with the masses. Yeah. Um it's it's how I view this. I don't I don't really I say what's on my heart and that's it. And once it's there, it's just there. Um and I'm not I'm not so so business wise and so so structured to try to put everything in a pretty little box and um and give it to everybody in this perfect little piece right here is just like okay what you what you hear is what you got and you don't like it if <laughs> you feel it yeah. <laughs> love it straight out like that's just that yeah man i mean so first and foremost, for me, it's always going to be about fellowship. And that's what I enjoy about this platform the most. Um, it gives me the opportunity to fellowship with, with, with two of my brothers and I'll be able to just share you know, thoughts and ideas on, on different topics. And so um, it's, it's impacted my life uh, immensely just from that uh, perspective alone. Um, you know, being out here in Texas, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really a Florida boy at heart. At heart. Um, shout out to all my people in Florida. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm, 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 me and my family, we, we, we getting settled in Austin, and our our surrounding circle, our community is still growing, but um, most of my close family and friends are still back in Florida, um, with the exception of Mike, got Mike and his family out in the in the DC area. But I mean, this this platform allows me to, um, you know, be able to still stay in touch and for us to be able to commune. And uh, just just really be there for one another. So I do appreciate that. But um, to kind of piggyback off of your your previous question, so and I knew like to our listeners, y'all don't know, and, and Mike clowns me a lot for this. I don't really go back and listen to our recordings, and there's a reason for that. But I, you know, he'll never understand it. You know, but to me, the reason in my head is that. Um, I, I like to be as authentic as possible, even if that mean in a in a moment I'm 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 messing it up. You know what I'm saying? I like that, yeah, you know. And so sometimes, at least for me, when I go back and I listen to myself, I'm like to like to y'all point. I'm super critical and and over analytical, like like to the point where I'm like, man, why did I say that? Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, I shouldn't have did this. I shouldn't have did that. And so like, that's why I took a step back. And like, like, even if, if I do listen to one of our recordings, I'll listen to it like weeks later, 
You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. That way it doesn't impact me on the next time we, we record. So I'm constantly thinking about what I shouldn't shouldn't say or what I should say. And so, you know, I, I, I like I like things to be as as candid, as transparent as possible. Like even if like, you know, photos, like I, I'm I'm always gonna prefer a candid over, you know, somebody posing for a pic. You know what I'm saying? Of course. You know. Right. So, but that's, 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 that's where I'm at with it, man. Um, I do appreciate, uh, you know, being invited to, to be on this platform. Um, you know, again, like I, a lot of people don't, I don't even know, we haven't really done like an origin story behind how we got started. Like, you know, um, you know, and I'll just say my two cents, you know, Mike, Mike approached me. I mean, well, I was about to say, bro, like he approached me, you know, to, to, to be a part of this, you know, and at first I was like, hell no, nah. you know, you're going to catch me <laughs> getting recorded, um, you know, my thoughts and throwing me out on the internet to, 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 to be slain. Uh, but, you know, now looking back at it, man, I'm, I'm glad that I, I didn't go with my gut feeling at the moment. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm appreciative of uh, being, being here with you guys and, uh, you know, dropping any sort of knowledge or, or, or wisdom to anybody that tunes in. Um, Again, I ain't, I ain't a master at life, right? I mean, I only been on this earth, you know, thirty three years. So, um, but at the same time, you know, if any of if any of my experiences can help someone else, then uh, I think I think it's it's worth sharing. So, For um, sure. that's that's how this podcast has uh, really impacted me. So, wait, since we go in there, how how did we meet? I actually don't remember at this point. <laughs> You don't remember how we met? I don't. <laughs> that, that's kind of, I, I have like, a, that's kind of the way my brain works. I, I just, uh, I, it's hard for me to recall things like that sometimes. So if I'm, if I'm, and I could be mistaken, and I, and I wish my homeboys, though, shout out to Lorenzo. He, he, uh, he was on a podcast last week, dropping, dropping knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we met through him. I want to say y'all met on an airplane. And yes, I think- we did. Right. Y'all met on a plane ride. And I think when he came back, um, he had like some sort of gathering. I want to say it was his birthday. So I I remember Carrie like threw some sort of party or something. And so like y'all showed up and then we came and then we just kind of clicked from there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shoot, we started hanging out, you know, even even without um, even 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 without Zoe being around. So, you know, I, I think our personality is just sort of vibe. That's hilarious. Do we have kids? <laughs> in, do any of us have kids at that point? Nah, nah, none of us had. Wow, kids. that now that 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 feels like a long time ago. Now, so you talking yeah. like 20, 2015, 2016, something like that? Man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it, yeah. it might even have been before then. But yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And David, how did I meet you? Oh man, already at church, bro. Like. <laughs> on the boards, yes, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on the boards, and um, it was it was it was funny, man, because it was so casual. Um, most people don't know, like Mike is like this weird guru dude that <laughs> research stuff, and it's just like you say, "Hey, let's do it." He's like, "All right, cool." And then next thing you know, everything set up is like, "Okay, bet we doing it." Okay, I guess we do. <laughs> right, we really doing. This. I guess yeah. we really gonna do this then. Oh yeah. Um, but it was funny, man, because I met you on the boards at church, and you was like, "Yo, my dad does his podcast joint." When we were talking, it was like, "Okay, cool." Like, yeah, okay, bet I do music a little bit, but you know, um, yeah. And um, from there, man, y'all, you, you, you and your family was just so beautiful and genuine. Um, Thank you. And that was that was the thing that caught me about um about you and your family, bro. Like y'all was just always solid. Like nobody could say nothing crazy about y'all. Y'all always moved very humbly um through all circles. And that was like that was dope. It was like, okay, cool. My kind of people. And it was funny, man, because we never we we never really chopped it up about what anybody did. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was so crazy because we never talked about what anybody did, and then um, everything started coming full circle whenever we started talking about shooting. I think that's when everything started kind of solidifying um, as far as podcasts and and just all of us having a different thought process. And you was like, "Yo, my homeboy would be perfect 
for a podcast. I was like, okay. And me, I'm always one that's like, let's do it. I don't care what we do. It's like, let's jump. I don't care. It's like, hey, let's try it. Let's try it twice just to make sure you don't like it. Um, and man, I, that was like, yo, that was, I, I think we were talking about the kids um, trying different different sports and different things out. Yeah. Like trying shooting, trying archery, trying um, all of these other things different cultures are actually doing and getting scholarships and making money off of. Um, but we're not in those spaces. And um, from there, man, we just kept talking. It's like, hey, let's do the podcast. And I'm like, bet. And um, he, he chopped it over Keith. And he was like, yo, when everybody got in the same same circle, it was like, yo, this is kind of dope. Because our conversation was so fluid and um, it was effortless. Um, and, man, that, that's, 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 that was my first... First coming to where this all of this happened for me first meeting you, you that was the first thing you was like yo man you was on the boards and um I'm I'm, I'm I could work my way around the audio piece you was like nah it's some other stuff <laughs> 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 and um and that that was beautiful to me man I thought that was super dope yeah man like backstory actually when my conversation with Keith in real life I say the craziest things so when I call Keith Keith probably thought I was just acting a fool. I was oh, like, yeah. "Hey man, let's do let's do a podcast." Keith's like, "You ain't gonna have me on the internet talking crazy and getting canceled." That's what Keith told me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Word for that's, word. What Keith, that's what Keith told me. So, so because because normally, you know, normally I do talk crazy when I talk to Keith, like for real, for real. Like I'm like, oh, yeah. bro, why are we having this conversation? Like, I, you know, I, I'm not even gonna reference any of the things that we talk about in real life. Please, don't. But, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I was like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Man. So so anyway, but no, man, um, true story. You know, when David called me that night, I was I was just getting the kids ready for bed. And he said, he said, Mike, we need to do it. I said, do what? We need to have a podcast about the things we talk about in real life. And I was like, ah, he was like, no, 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 we need to do it. I was like, OK. And and really instantly in my spirit, I felt Keith. I felt like Keith was the one I needed to call. And, you know, I know I was like, man, I know Keith ain't going to take me seriously. Keith going to blow me off, man. He going to keep blowing me off. Like, I ain't going to lie to you. It was a Sunday. We was riding around. We, we were like, we were in D.C. It was a beautiful day. I looked at my wife and I was just like, you know what? Man, we ain't going to do the show. I'm sad. I'm like real sad for like an hour. And I'm like, man. She was like, well, you know, maybe you could just find something else. I said, I know. I said, I'm not, we can't do, I can't do a show with you, you know, because of her job situation. And I really was looking right. forward to us, us testing this thing out. And then I don't know which one of you guys texted back in the group chat and was like, yeah, let's do it. And I was like, man, I was like, so I thought, I was like, we really going to do this. I'm like, ah. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's where we at, man. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That's crazy uh, though, bro. Like just, just and funny, funny. Like from what you just said, it's just being obedient. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's, 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 and and the weird piece about it is, all of us have been in faith um, and and trusting him. It's like everybody was on the same wavelength, but then it's like, okay, let's do it. Let's just jump. Right. Um, which and it's blessed all of us, which is crazy. That's 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 that, that. Those are the pieces for me, man. That, that has been um, that has been very very eye opening, very very enlightening. It's like okay, just be obedient. Um, no matter how weird it is, no matter how crazy it seems, um, take the biggest dream that you could put you know, and throw it against the wall, and it's like okay, try it. You know, um, and that's that's dope. That yeah, really is. And you know, just to. You know, well, I mean, just to piggyback off of what David just said, I mean, that kind of leads us to our topic. So in regards to being obedient, you know, how do you know if you're if, if you're being obedient to the will of God that's leading mm. you to make the right decision? <laughs> you know, and then my, my, my follow up question and, and, and Mike posed this um, when I mentioned that. How do you know when the Lord is telling you to let go and, and move on from something? You know what I'm Ooh. saying? Like to be obedient in those moments to, to to know whether it be in a relationship, whether it be with a job, you know, uh, a business move or a business decision. Um, how do you know if if you're being obedient to the will of God or or are you pursuing um, something that's really just, you know, 
selfish, right? Like, like it's 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 what you want versus what God wants. Right. Can y'all can y'all talk to that at all? Mm. I mean, for for me, um, to be honest, I I a lot of times I feel like I know what God is saying. I I feel like our relationship is strong um, enough to make sure that I'm making the right decisions and I'm going in the right spaces. But sometimes things doesn't work out that way. Um, and my and, and and my thing is even in a relationship with Christ is like you know what. Um, I'm not always going to be in the perfect will. Sometimes I'm going to be in His permissive will. He's going to allow me to do some things, to get in some situations to where I got to learn lessons in those spaces. So that I could get to where I'm in his perfect will to do what I need to do in the perfect. So for me, man, like a lot of times I told, I say it, I'm going to jack it up. I'm gonna, I, I, I feel like sometimes you got to mess stuff up so bad to where you learn the lesson to where it hurts. Mm. And when you learn that lesson, guess what? I bet you a dollar to a dime, you won't do it again. Right, right. It's kind of like putting your hand in the fire, right? When you're a kid, you don't know that fire going to burn the brakes off you. But when you put your hand over there and once you get burnt, and every time you see that, you know what I'm saying, that situation, you're like, mm, 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 now nah, I'm good with that one. Until God, like, really forces you or puts you in a situation to where you have to deal with it again, then you're not really going to fool with that because you learned the lesson of it. So that's that's the bigger piece for me and. I think whenever we talk about whenever it's time to let go in my life, I feel like in, in, in this space that I'm in now, and this, this is, you know, almost 45 years, anytime that it begin any situation, anytime, any situation begins to be compromising to who I am authentically, to my genuine self, to my, to my relationship with God, to my, to his hurt in my family, to where I'm having to second guess something in my heart and in my chest, then guess what? It's time for me to let that go. Whatever it is, um, even church. Like, yeah, I have certain great relationships with people in churches, but if I've not, if, if that situation is pulling me away from one guy to my family and three, you know, who, well, no, one guy, to me and then my family, then guess what? I got to make some real tough decisions because if I'm not good for me, I ain't good for nobody. Right. So I really have to be very careful about minimizing myself and shrinking myself to be in any situation because that's not what God would have me to do. So anytime I get to a situation like that, then guess what? I'm cutting sling load. Got it. Got it. Mike, you got anything to add? Wow, I'm trying to process that. That was that was a lot to take in, man. Wow, um, wow. Like I really am blown away by that. Sorry, y'all. It happens sometimes. No, you good. Uh, yeah. I kind of want to start on on the opposite question. I want to start at the second question before I hit the first question. Um, okay. Knowing when it's time to let go. For example, the I, I can tell you as clear as day. Um, a lot of times for me with my walk with the Lord is it's, it's a seed, a seed that's planted. You know, when I, when I lived out in Oklahoma, I was working a job. It was a good job. You know, the people were really nice. It was one that I, it was a job I prayed for. As a matter of fact, I moved out there. It took me about a month and a half to find a job. And the Lord opened up this door. And, you know, this job was pretty comfortable. You know, it was, it was a little bit of a commute, but that was fine. But it was a lot of amenities. I liked it. There were opportunities. But I felt a stirring in my spirit to try something different. And, you know, I sat, I prayed about it, talked to my wife about it. And, and, and it was like, it was like a desire that started to grow. And I was like, man, I want to try this. This is, this is different, something out of my comfort zone. Um, I have very little experience in this, but I want to see where it goes. So for me, it's like, I knew it was time to go in that particular situation because it was like the volume was being turned up on my curiosity about this new passion, this new thing. And I was like, in order to pursue what I'm feeling drawn to, I have to let this old thing go. Mm. So that was a situation with the job part. Um, Knowing that you're 
doing what you're supposed to do. I go back to what David was saying. You know, for me, a lot of times it feels like, honestly, it feels like I never know what I'm doing. And and, and I know, I, I know that's, that's as real as I can be. You know, the things I pray for, I pray for all, every day I pray for when I'm making a decision, I pray for the Lord to make it clear, make it plain, make it obvious. Mm-hmm. I say, I say, give it to me like I'm two years old. I'm not a, I've never been the type of, of, of believer that can say, you know, you walk outside, oh man, you know, the wind is blowing two miles an hour uh, southeastward. And I, I put my finger up and I see the sun beaming off the car. No, that's that's not the way my, <laughs> my walk works, man. It's, it's not built like that for me. So I, I pray simple stuff. Lord, close the doors that are not for me. Open the ones that are. When I apply for a job, if that job is not for me, slam the door. I don't need a reason, but I accept the fact that it's you. Give me peace in my heart about my decision making. Hmm. Right, and that's and, that, and that's kind of what guides me. You know, when we moved up here, that was a huge move, man, to move our family from Florida to the D.C. area. You know, my my support circle here is it was it was very tiny in the very beginning. You know what I mean? It's it still hasn't been the easiest transition in a lot of ways. But I'm thankful because we're also in a period of growth. Right. And I think that I think that's what it's about, man. You know, when you're living, everyone is, you know, you you're alive, but you want to live. Right. Right. And you know, beyond just the physical being, you know, you want to you want to grow, you want to change. I'll give you an example of, of what I have done since being here. I've never really been an outdoors like that type person. But since I've been here, that's what I do. You know, I like going to parks. I mean, Keith, you know, you guys knew I like to cycle, that sort of thing. But nah, like for real, you know, we, sometimes we'll go to West Virginia and go to a park and just spend a day there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or go to Virginia or go anywhere, man. Pennsylvania, you know, situations like that. I, I just think that I think when you're when you're in the will of God and you're focused on the things he has for you, the things that happen are just sometimes unexplainable. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I don't think they're always meant to be understood. No. Even when we make decisions, I, I go back to, um, I don't want to say relationships per se, but I'll say, you know, when, when you're in when any type of relationship, not just romantic, you know, friendship, relationship, family, whatever. When, when you're in a relationship with a person, like I said, it doesn't have to be romantic type, but, you know, community relationship. Um, and you see back to David, you see that it's distracting you from anything you're doing. You know, you're in college or you're, you're playing sports and you, and you know that you have a purpose and a foundation and you're allowing yourself to be distracted. You know, you have to make some tough decisions. Have I always made the right decisions? Absolutely not. Have I made, have I stayed in situations where I knew that it was the wrong decision? Yes. But then you say, but God, you know, his grace, his mercy. So it's almost like even when you lose, you still win. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Bible says you're more than a conqueror. Right. Great question. Yeah, man. And so, um, I mean, my, my response to it, and you know, what's funny. So, you know, and I don't know if you realize it, but our walks are very similar. In, in, in regards to the events that, that have occurred, um, very similar situation, um, how you describe, you know, the, the career opportunities and the direction it took you. Um, same with me, man. I mean, I, you know, again, I'm a, I'm a Florida boy at heart, like, you know, born and raised Tampa, Florida. Um, you know, I, I never really envisioned leaving Florida. Like, I mean, you know, you visit places, but like, you know, it ain't, you know, home is home. And yeah. so, you know, when I was, when I was at my, um, you know, previous employer, um, wasn't happy at all. And I really, really was looking for a change of pace. And I looked up and down both coasts of Florida, (laughs) West and East looking for opportunities, man. And when I tell you like stuff was just not knocking like, I mean, like I'm looking at the recs. I'm, I feel like I meet the credentials. I talked to the recruiters, things were, you know, sounding promising but couldn't even get a face-to-face interview, you know, and this is, this is prior to COVID. So, and uh, I was just like, man, I don't know what's going on, you know, but to your point, Mike, that prayer that you pray, you know, where you ask God to close the doors that 
you know, aren't for me and open the ones that are for me, you know, and that, and that, that, that takes a lot of, um, you know, I mean, it, it may sound simple, but, but it takes a lot of, um, maturity to accept when he closes a door and when he opens another, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when the opportunity came up for me to move out here in Texas, um, I'm not going to lie, man. Like it was, it was so sudden. It was so quick. Like I wasn't even like, like, again, like the opportunity, I, I it wasn't that I, I applied to a job and, you know, someone reached out, like someone, someone sought me out, you know, and sometimes it's like that, you know, like God, right. God will send an opportunity your way where it comes to you, you know? Absolutely. And so all I did was listen, you know what I'm saying? All I did was to David's point, be obedient, go through the process and, and see what happens. And so one thing that to, led to another, a phone interview led to an in-person interview flying, you know, me and my significant other out, you know, and before you know it, we was moving to Texas. And wow. I was like, I was like, bro, this is crazy. This is crazy. And so, you know, and, and you know, full transparency, um, recently I was faced with a similar situation where I had an opportunity to come back home, to wow. come back to Florida, you know? Mm. And so, um, you know, I, in, my, in my head, like, you know, there was, there's things we, you know, we, we've been, um, you know, out here in Texas, I mean, we, we love it here. Like, like to your point, uh, Mike, like there, there's things that, you know, there, there's just ventures in life that we have never experienced. Had we, had we not moved from Florida, you know, like mm-hmm. with the outdoors or like, you know, just the different cultures of the city. And so we really enjoy it, um, being out here, but again, it's not, it's not home. Um, and so once again, you know, LinkedIn, I swear, I don't know what it is about LinkedIn. Um, somebody reached out, Hey, we got this opportunity. We're looking for, you know, engineers, da, 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 da. And so I said, okay, let me hear it out. And one thing led to another, then I got an interview and I was like, okay, you know, Lord, are you telling me that it's time to come back home? Like, what's up? I do the interview, bro. When I tell you, I, I bombed that interview so bad. Like in my, in my head, like I was like, ain't no way in hell these people going <laughs> want to hire me based off of <laughs> this interview. There's no way. Like I was telling Terry, I was like, oh, I guess uh, we're going to be here a little bit longer. You I know, <laughs> right. Hot garbage, bro. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm thinking it's just, this is not it. And, you know, we go through the weekend and a week pass and bro, I got, I got a phone call. I got a phone call and he was like, Hey, we, you know, you did well and, and they want to hire you. And I'm like, like, yo, you gotta be shitting me right now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like this isn't, this isn't making any sense. And so, you know, he told me to offer and I was like, bro, it was like a 20% increase. Mm. And I'm like, yo, am I, am I about to move back to Florida? What? And bro, when I tell you, I was so like, split on what I should do. Cause like on paper it, you know, it was like, yo, you need to take this. Like, this is it. Like, this is your way back home. But then deep down in my soul, like, like, like the vibe, you know, and it's, it's funny how we give the Holy spirit, you know, AKA the Holy ghost, as as my daddy said, you know, we, 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 we give them a lot of different names or feelings or unctions, but you know, whatever it was, it was just something on the inside. Cause Every decision I've ever made in my life, to your point, Mike, God, I, I literally pray to God, shut it down. Yes. If it's not meant to be, shut it down. Because I know me and I'm going to run with whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a plan to the T. I'm going to go, I, you know, I'm, I'm a planner. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to have a path to walk down. And so a lot of times I had this path, you know, and Jesus be like, you know, silly rabbit tricks are for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you ain't going down this path. You going no this way. You know Stop what I'm saying? It. Stop right. playing. <laughs> exactly, bro. You know, and I and I know I'm doing a lot of talking, man. But I, you know, it's just Mm-mm. it's just that's good. The 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 question just you know, and so be honest with you, bro. Like you know, full transparency. Yo, I turned I turned the offer down. Wow, mm. I turned it down. And you know, I I, I spoke to I, I have two mentors in, in my field that I that I consult with. Um, and it's funny, bro, because like one of them is like, I, he, you know, I ain't even gonna shout out names, but 
<laughs> one of them is like 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 the devil on one side, and the other one's like the angel on, Boy, on the other side. That money and get your <laughs> right that part. He was like, he was like, you ain't about to turn down twenty percent. Twenty percent, right? I see three or five, right? Twenty, twenty, <laughs> twenty, twin, twin. You better not. You know what I'm saying? And so, but then when I spoke to my other mentor, he was like, man, you know, life isn't all about money. You know, yeah. you gotta, you gotta really consider your goals, your aspirations, and then not even just your goals, but a first and foremost, the will of God. Like, right? You know what? What? What would your life do in the in in the location and direction that He's taking you in? You know what I'm saying? Right. If right. if it if if He's getting more out of you being where you're at, then that's where you're supposed to be. You know. Right. And then the second thing was, you know, you got to look at your family and what's the best environment for them Come in on. order to cultivate that growth. Come on. And I'm going to be honest, man, you know, my marriage, my household, everything has grown exponentially since I came out here. And I felt like it's almost like being away from home has allowed us to grow. Absolutely. And and so just praying about it, man, I mean, I just, I, I turned it down. I mean, and, you know, some days I think about it, I'm like, what the hell was this? <laughs> no, man, but to be very you know. honest, man, like a lot of times we, one of my mantras is like, yo, all money ain't good money. Right. You know, um, and that's, that's big for me. Like the dollar amount don't move me at this point. It really right. don't. It's more so of how how does it affect legacy mm. and that's that's my biggest question is like yo will it matter in five years and if it won't matter in five years and if it's gonna hurt me you know i, I, I could have a million dollars today but if it's gonna screw my family up and the structure of the legacy of which i'm trying to build for my family guess what it ain't worth it right the money, the money could do, I, I can make some decisions with the money, of course, but I can't um, create the whole legacy, the character, um, the reverence for God, the, the, the whole, the whole three piece, you know, um, family, faith, right. friend, everything that goes along with the legacy, then if it if it compromises any of those pieces, then nah, man, like no, because money comes and goes. Let's be clear, we 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 blow money all the time until we right. get an understanding of how money works. Yep, and that's just to be very honest. Um, but the fact that a matter that is, what's beautiful is you thought about the family piece, how it affects everybody around you, Absolutely. because the rock, you know, what I'm saying the rock could hit the river. But then again, it's the ripple effects mm-hmm. behind the rock that actually make make situations happen. Right. Um, and it, and and when you, when you were talking, it it really made me think about it. it's like both of you brothers had to move your families um, to different locations in different spaces and have thrived doing it. What was the biggest challenge um, that y'all had? And not only the biggest challenge, what was um, the biggest success piece from moving y'all family um, from outside of the circle? Man, dude. Um, I mean, Mike, you, you want to go or you, you want me to go? Yeah, I jump in. Um, you know, being due to my wife's occupation, this isn't the first time we've moved. However, this is the first time we've moved as parents. Right. So I was terrified because we were losing our support circle. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what the Lord did for me with this move. Um, I have seen my wife grow in ways that I've never seen before. Come on, you know, I'm I'm seeing her lead in in, in a different direction, and it's it's just it's it's a, it's a blessing, you know, having my children. They are so resourceful. They adapt it. They see this as a challenge, whereas I saw it as fear. I'm looking at them and seeing the strength in them. Daddy, we get to move? Yes, we get to move. Man. You know, ooh, our new house has stairs. 
We didn't have stairs in Florida. No, we did not. Because I like I like one floor ranches, sir. That's my that's what I like. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so just um, that part was I was terrified about the logistics. Just uh, you know, we had we had our our comfort zone. You know, we had our church home, we had our friends, we had our families and loved ones. Full disclosure, most of our family lives in Florida. Just about everybody. Both sets of parents, yeah. you know, my wife's grand, you know, my wife has family that's about, you know, uh, a couple hours away, two to three hours away from where her parents live in another state. But yeah, our so our circle from front door to door was no more than two and a half hours. Wow. So if we needed a break, you know, hey, listen, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna ride up to wherever or, you know, we're going to go see the fam and such and such. Or, you know, hey, you know, let's go kick it with. You know Keith and Terry, or who? Are, oh, my bad. I say your name. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, <laughs> you know. We Bro, I do out. it every week. I fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. I got it. I got to hit the button. So, so yeah. So, so I mean, you know, it, losing the the circle was tough, but like I said, the resiliency, man. You know, looking looking at my kids, they're growing, they're changing. You know, like uh, I know this is small for a lot of people, but. It was it was tough for me to watch put her in school, you know. Mm, I, I, yeah. I was I was terrified, man. But the the bottom line is, man, you really never know. Okay, I'll just say it this way: as believers, we we have faith. You know, faith is a thing that we pray for. You know, the Bible verse, the you know the Bible verse on faith. You know, faith yeah. is. Uh, I can't quote it right now, so that y'all substance of things hope for. There you go. Not seen. Yeah. There we go. Praise the Lord. This is not a. Uh, that's why we tell you this is a faith based podcast. So don't expect me to speak scriptures correctly at late o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> don't expect me not to drop the f bomb every now and then. Right. <laughs> right. That part. So 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 yeah. So I so I say I say it like this, man. You know, we pray. We have faith, right? But how often do you get to test your faith? And when I say test your faith, challenge your faith, challenge your faith, grow your faith. It's real easy to live this faith life when you're in in a very comfortable circle. But it's kind of like, you know, I I was just uh, as Keith was speaking, I was reading, reading the word about, you know, Jesus and starting his ministry. And he came back home and he was rejected. And I just I just thought about the period where Jesus went away. You know, he had a chance to experience new things he'd never experienced before. And I I think about these things in our own lives, you know, and also think about it just as, um, you know, as an adult, you know, as an adult, we have to find our own path. You know, when you're no longer under the the guidance, you know, the you know, of of a of a parental figure that the type of situation where you the challenge is to stand on your own two feet. So I look at it like that. This is this is uh, this is not the furthest I've ever lived from, you know, my family. At this point, I used to live in Oklahoma. That was a little bit further. But even that, um, I, I just think it's a testament, man, of of just showing what you're made of, you know, showing who you are, what you what you're willing to step up to. Because a lot of people, I know a lot of people, man, who have never been comfortable leaving home. Like I, straight up, straight up, uh, Keith. I know my cousin's not gonna listen, so I'm gonna talk about him. Um, I got a cousin, bro. You know, from from my hometown, he stressed out about living in Tampa, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm like, man, listen, Tampa is two hours away from where I'm from. Tampa, chill, bro. You stressed out about moving to Tampa, so right. but that's that's a real situation. So it's like, you know, I grew up in a military family. My dad was in the military, so it's like when it's time to go, it's time to go. Wow. You know, I, I like, honestly, Keith, I never considered that, you know, leaving Florida was such a big deal for you. I never considered that. Whereas that's where David and I have in common. Man, it's time to go. It's time to go. Hey. So it's like, you know, when when so when we when it was time to sell our house, I was like, cool. Bye. You know, <laughs> do I do I miss my house at times? Yes. But eh, it's just a house. Right. Where, whereas I have friends, it's like, man, you know, it's a big deal to move from one one block to another. You know, you move into a different side of town. Oh man, the world has changed. I moved five miles from my old house. Like, okay, I, I left the country. But that's that's culture, though, man. That's a lot of times we we as our culture we stay right around where 
we've we've grown grown up because grandmama and them did it, you know, mama and them did it, uncle and them did it, and then that's that's where we stay in. And, and and a lot of times it's not encouraged yeah. for us to spread our wings and get away. Yeah, bro. Fifteen minutes, bro. I grew up fifteen minutes from both my grandmother's house. Wow. Fifteen? Fifteen minutes. Wow. If I felt ambitious enough, I could walk there. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. But I feel you. Yeah. But keep which with your transition, man, which with your move out there, um, how is it for you for real? Yeah. Bro, like honestly, it happened so fast. Um, it was a lot of emotions, man. Because um, like I said, like I got I think I did my phone interview like the first you know, second week of January. They flew me out by the third week of January. And I started work in March, like the first week of March. And so, um, you know, I went out, I came out here first to kind of sort of set up. So, you know, my my wife and my son, um, you know, they were still in Orlando living in the house. We had put the house up for sale and, uh, you know, full, full transparency. Like, you know, we had, you know, we, this house was like brand new. We had just built this house. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I thought yeah. I was going to die in this house. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, so, right. You know, and so like, you know, to be selling it, and I think we sold it like right at two years of living there. Um, I don't know, man, like in the beginning, it was kind of rough. I ain't going to lie. Like it was kind of rough because, you know, new, it ain't even like, you know, I like I could move throughout Florida, like from city to city. That don't bother me. Like me. Florida is home for me, whether I'm in Gainesville, Orlando, Tampa, Fort Lauderdale, you know, West Palm, you know, Fort Myers. Like, I don't know why I just feel like no matter what part I'm in. Right. I'm as long home. if it's FL, then, you know what I'm saying, panhandle down to the bottom, we good. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but moving to another state and then a state like Texas, like, bro, this, yo, low key, this shit is like another country. <laughs> like, <laughs> Like shit just run different down here, dude. like <laughs> wow. Um, you know, and so it was uh but but yeah, man, but back back to it. Yeah, like it was it wasn't it wasn't as smooth as I would like. Um, but I knew it's what it's what we needed. And so I came out here, I was out here for about a month um before my family came and uh, we were able to get the house sold and uh you know the whole point and really moving out here was just to restart man like to re restart you know my career restart like um our dynamic as husband and wife um you know as a family as being parents you know um being in florida again like similar to mike we was close to a lot of family but we didn't um we really didn't have a lot of family support you know Mm, Um, we were first-time parents and, um, bro, I can count on one hand how many times, you know, my mom or my dad or uh, her mom, you know, and her dad's in New York. But, um, you know, even even her aunt who, like, lived in Orlando, like, I can count on one hand how many times they came to the house to, like, yeah. to, to watch my son and whatnot. And so it was it was tough, man. It was kind of heartbreaking, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, and it's not like it's not like I was expecting for, you know, um a rotating daycare to be coming through the house. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we was paying for him to go to a daycare and whatnot, you know, which was a guac a month, but, um, you know, just like a weekend, a month, I thought I would, I would have somebody come through and sort of help and just kind of show us the ropes. Cause like everything, we figured out everything on our own, right, you know? Right. And then, um, you know, when, when, when my wife went back to work, I mean, she, she was a nurse, she was working 12s. I mean, bro, like, I was getting them ready in the morning, dropping them off at daycare, going to work, getting off work, picking them up, coming home, you know, fixing dinner for me and, you know, what a bottle or something for him, bathing them, you know, getting them ready for bed. So by the time she came home, you know, she would just kind of like, you know, maybe rock them to sleep. Um, you know, that, 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 that time period was, was so like, I, I paint that picture because, I was so tired of doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like I was so tired of like feeling like I didn't have anybody in my corner, like really helping, you know, and then me and my wife, I mean, our, our schedules are so, 
out of sync, you know, to where it was affecting our marriage. It was affecting us being new parents. I just wanted to really restart. And so coming out to Texas, that's, that's what it did for me. It it allowed us to restart, re-baseline our lifestyle. And, you know, and and obviously the increase in money definitely helped, Um, even though we didn't have a a supporting system um, really established uh, because at least I, at, at this time now, cause like, bro, like when, when I was back in Florida, like when I tell you I was broke, like, you know, I mean, and I was making good money, but like, I was, I was literally broke, bro. Like I was house broke, you know, right. we had put all this money into this house. It was, you know, it was dope in my eyes, but nevertheless, as dope as it was, it, it, it was like, you know, chain and shackles, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the mortgage between the mortgage and then my son's daycare, we didn't really have a lot of money to move. You know what I'm right. saying? Like to right. Right. do a date Say night that. or. Yeah. Say that because a lot of people think like, yo, I could make, you know, 70 to 150 and then, you know what I'm saying, we good when, nah, not necessarily because, you know what I'm saying, man. if you if you pushing out, you know, 1500 for 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 mortgage and then you pushing out another eight or nine, you know what I'm saying, Bruh. for for, de- for for child care or, or better and that's just on the low end and you still have situations that you having to deal with. Um, yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people don't understand that, man. That and that's 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 why I asked that question, especially like what was the biggest positive that came out of pieces like that, mm-hmm. uh, which y'all which y'all um, moving and having to deal with it. And I and I'll be very transparent about me and um, me and my situation. We never from the beginning we never had family close to us. Wow. Um, so literally, once we we got married. Um, Literally, probably seven months later, it was like, hey, look, you got to deploy. And after I deployed and, you know, I'm gone for a year and I'm trying to rush back. And then another eight months, it's like y'all going to Germany. So what it did was forced us to have to depend on each other. Right. Right. It forced us to have to lean on each other and have to figure all of it out. (laughs) Right. And it sucked. It, it man, literally, it was tough um, because not only having to understand us getting used to each other and learning each other, and not being selfish and having to think about somebody, each other in the equation. Now we have a baby in this situation that we got to try to meet in the middle and balance that out to make sure that we're blessing her to be the best representation of her that she could be. Mm-hmm. So that was that was tough. And then coming to Orlando kind of changed the dynamics to where we do have somewhat of a support system. But like you said, Keith, a lot of times the family don't come around like that. Right. And to be to be very 100, we are we are so used to being so close to each other. It's okay. But you still in the back of the mind and be like, man, you know, we right here. Right. We ain't in Kansas no more. We ain't in Germany no more. Right. You know, and 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 sometimes that kind of plays plays in your head, plays with your mind. And for me, honestly, that's one of those times where it's like, you know what, God got us. Yeah. You know, it, it, and and it goes like growing up, my mama used to always tell me, everybody can't go with you. Yeah. Right. It's like baby, baby. It's like baby. You know, some you gonna have some people that's gonna be there for the lifetime. You gonna have some people that's gonna be there for a season. Everybody can't go all the way with you. Everybody just can't run it. No, you're right, dude. You're right. And you know what? I mean, to to that point, I would say that was the that was the peak of of of, of us moving out here, man. Um, I mean, you you hit the nail right on the head. Me and my wife finally, you know, created a better. Um, relationship amongst each other and our marriage to where all we could do was depend on one another. Like, like right. we had to work together. We had to figure it out and it, it strengthened us. It strengthened us immensely. And, you know, and, and do, when I say that, that affected, you know, my finances, that affected my health, my health improved. Like I, yeah. I lost weight. Like I like my stress, my mental uh, capacity, my mental headspace, just improved overall. Everything got better. Everything got better by me coming out here, man. And um, I thank God for it, you know, so. 
I, I like that, man. I, and I definitely would encourage you to continue to pray about your journey, you know, be be receptive to when the Holy Spirit gives you that tug to move yeah. to your next destination. I'm not saying you're going to be on some quantum leap and you ain't never going to jump home, but you know, right. you know, just keep your heart open to it. You know, whenever that time comes, it's funny, you know, everybody has an Orlando story. Um, I told my wife uh, probably 10 years before I even moved to Orlando, I felt that, like I told you guys earlier, about sometimes I feel that tug in my spirit about telling me something's going to happen. I felt a tug mm-hmm. in my spirit probably in like 2002 or three, And I just really felt, I heard it as clear as day. Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, Orlando. And I was like, man. So, you know, I was excited. I'm like, let me apply for jobs. It didn't pop off. You know, I moved back. After college, I ended up moving back to Florida. And, um, you know, I, I would go down there for interviews and stuff, and it just didn't work out. And I was like, man, you know, I took a detour. So I was actually, I went to school in South Carolina. I think I told y'all that before. I don't care. And um, moved back to Florida. And um, the place where I actually ended up getting the job was in Jacksonville. Oh, wow. So, so I actually moved from South Carolina back to Florida to Jacksonville to Oklahoma and then Orlando. That's crazy. But, wow. but, and that's the thing, man. Like, I just, we talk about, you know, knowing that you're doing the, knowing what direction you're going in. None of that made sense to me. But then once we got to Orlando, Orlando is where, you know, it took, it took for my wife to be in the picture for me to move to Orlando. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Now, also, you know, um, my two kids, I got my kids in Orlando, yep. you know. And I'm just like, wow. And and also, you know, not not to get in her situation, you know, y'all know offline, but you know, we had some we had some really tough uh challenges, you know, that happened in Orlando and, and just being there and being able to get the, the proper medical care and treatment. And of course, you know, our our our, our support circle and, and, and prayers and and all those things. I'm just I'm just thankful. So just knowing that the journey, it, it was an unconventional journey, but it was all God's timing, man. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Absolutely. And, and I think that's what we have to we have to focus on. You know, a lot of times we we want to look at the the micro, but maybe God looks at the macro, you know, like and it just puts things into perspective for me. I'm tripping over the small stuff and I'm like, God is like, okay, well, I'm looking at your heart. Right. 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 Let's go. Yeah. That's so. clear. That's clear. That's the key, man. And um, and that's that's what like even even Keith, when you was talking about coming back home, man, like to be honest, bro, is the matters of the heart. The dollar, every everything, everything um external was saying, yeah, do it. Everything external was saying do it. But to be to be told, man, it's like it's something, it's something about being away. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. something about not having that that cushion to fall back on. To where you know you gotta you gotta really dig deep and get that grit and be like, yo, nah, we gonna. We gonna make it through this. Right. We gonna we gonna figure this out together. We like a lot of people are like we all we got, <laughs> and, and it's right. really cliche. But those that been through those situations, like nah, babe, like for real. <laughs> My wife, sweetheart, we all we got. At this point, we gotta make this thing work, and then we ain't making it work for just us. We we working on legacy. We working on. You know what I'm saying? Proverbs 31 type, baby. Hey, look, I that's what I <laughs> that's why I married you, girl. I seen Proverbs 31 in the flesh. So we need to make this thing happen. <laughs> right, right. Cause we can't we 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 can't play with it no longer. And a lot of times, God gotta move you away. God gotta yeah. take you from all the familiar stuff. And then he'll bring you back to where, like, when he bring you back, you cool because you don't care what nobody else says. You're not concerned about the externals. You more, you like even even in my life now, like I don't get it all right, but I'm so focused on legacy and what he say to where, where everybody else could be talking that 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 junk, and it's like I bet, yeah, man. <laughs> I bet we'll see we'll see in the end. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, so yeah. that's that's it's man. It's beautiful to be. It's beautiful to be vulnerable enough to even talk about these situations because a lot of times us as men, we won't even have these conversations. Oh yeah. No. 
a lot of times we won't have these conversations when it could really help somebody else. That's it. And that's like, that's huge for me, man. No, absolutely. You know, and again, man, I, I, I think, thank God. I think, I thank Mike for inviting me to be a part of this, man. Cause I'm being honest, man. I, I wouldn't have told anybody what I was going through, you know? And, yeah. and, and even though we on this recording, I know, People gonna listen to me like, you know, damn, he's sharing all his business. Like, you know, you know, real talk, bro, like it's the past. And it, it, where I'm at with it, man, I'm I'm seeing it as a testimony. You know, yeah. if yeah. if the Lord will do it for me, he can do it for somebody else. And um, man, that's all that's, that's what it's all about, man. Come so, on. You know, just uh being being an uh, an enlighten enlightenment or, or, <laughs> or an influence, you know, to to someone else to like you said, David, like dig deep and um and just power through it, man. But also right. lean on God and have faith that you know He gonna He gonna see you through it. So, gotcha, man. man. Uh, this has been an amazing, amazing show, um, amazing episode, man. You know, I, again, man, I thank God for both of y'all, man. I appreciate y'all being in my life and for us just being a part of this platform, man. So, um. With that being said, we're starting to wrap up. Y'all got any impressionable words? <laughs> we always go go around the room. Hey. You know, start off with Mike, end out with David. David, Mike, Mike, go ahead. What you got, bro? I want to take a step back. Um, let's talk about Keith's house. Keith said he loved his house. I did too. And, and I just want to comment on something that's always resonated with me and my spirit about that house. The first time I walked in this house, I said, oh my gosh, that is the biggest island I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. And to this, to this day, to this day, we're looking at houses now. And I'm like, man, that's almost as big as Keith and Terry's island. So oh I, 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 I use that as a standard in my head on how big I need my island to be. But there was one more thing in that house, man. You know, I was getting to know Keith and, you know, seeing what kind of man he was and stuff. And, um, you know, I'm not the type that usually is comfortable going on a tour of somebody's house. But this day, this particular day, I saw something and I was like, man, I need to, I don't know about this. Keith showed me his bathroom. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> this brother has... He had the biggest shower I have ever seen in my life. Like you could put at least 25 people in there. And I was like, I was like, man, is is, is this a house of the Lord or what's going on in this place? Man? I don't know what they're doing in there. And I'm not going to ask. So I saw that shower one time and that was it. Baptismal pool in this one. <laughs> it was so big for no reason though. Like I'm See? like, this shit could have been a whole. No- I could have had a whole office in the bathroom. Like it was huge. Like it was. It was so. Like like Mike said, you could have ten people in the shower and not getting wet. They ain't right. even close to the. Yeah, dude, wasn't even close to the water. It, it was. It was crazy. Oh, you know? um, I mean, the floor plan was dope. Terry Terry literally picked it out. Because of the closet, like the closet oh, okay. and the bathroom, that's 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 why she picked it. So, oh, what I was man. gonna say, I, mean, I said, man, they got the super orgy shower, but I didn't want to say that earlier. <laughs> it it was it large enough to have hey, orgy. Like, I'm gonna let it man, ride. Hey. We a gotta be like, orgy. honestly, right. we gotta have an episode where we talk about grown man gifts. Like, I, <laughs> oh my I think God. we almost there. Yeah, we almost there. We <laughs> almost there. we got kicked off yet. So. <laughs> I think we almost there, but uh, oh man, <laughs> man, like for real. But nah, man, um, yo, for real, a lot of people are hurting out there, man. And if there's anything that we could say, anything that we have said that um that you could use, that's that's why we started this. That's mm-hmm. we want to have, have honest conversations to to help people and to bless people and um on on a, and let people know like we love God. We're Christians. Um, but we're not perfect. <laughs> we're imperfect, truly, and uh, we, and we're gonna show that we're not we're not hiding the scars. So honestly, man, you are gonna mess it up. And the key is, if you do mess it up, have the courage to jump back up and, and start back running. You know, that's that's a part of it. So so yeah, it is not perfect for nobody. It wasn't it, even Christ had situations to where, you know, he was like, hey, hey, God. <laughs> I know we're on this level, but can you take all of this for me right now? Mm, right. Um, and even even in that moment, you know, it was like, yo, not my will, but your will be done. Will. Amen. So, 
So yeah, that's 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 where I'm at with it, man. Just keep moving, keep trusting in him, and uh, every every step get closer to, to greatness. So keep stepping. Amen. And I hope people real people, you know, the listeners out here see that there's a reason that the word faith is first when we talk about our podcast. Facts, you know. So we're we're always gonna gravitate to, towards faith based conversations, our walk with the Lord, because that that is truly our base, and, and you know. Like David said, you know, we're not perfect. Some of the conversations you may laugh at. Some of you may be like, oh, man, they really just say that? You know, I, I, th- I think that too. But <laughs> at the end of the day, man, <laughs> at the end of the day, we're all we're all works in progress. And yeah. one of the things that uh, one of my pastors told me one time was just about being authentic, being transparent. You know, it's, it's, it's really easy just to show you your best side. But. I think true growth and, and true ministry occurs when you're being your authentic self. Absolutely. 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 Well, hey man, again, man, I appreciate you guys coming on for another episode to all our listeners. Once again, shout out to all our uh, uh, new listeners and, and the ones that's been rocking with us since day one, man. Appreciate y'all tuning into this uh, again, man, just to shout out our social media. Once again, drop us a line at 407-243-8449 or you can hit us up on our Facebook at FYFpod or you can send us an email at uh, FYFpod at gmail.com Alright to everybody Mike, David, y'all take care man, God bless Amen, y'all be blessed <laughs>